everybody. Welcome to uh, Groove and Gravity. My name is Dave Lennon, and uh, I'm going to be your stoned-ass bitch sitting here in this chair with the goddamn blue light. Be your host tonight. How does that sound? Yeah. And uh, we have... Uh, you don't need any introductions, but go right ahead. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to the show. I am Brian K. James, your co-host of Groove and the Gravity Thank you for being here. I appreciate you all for being here. This is our uh, second uh, installment of our host on host, artist on artist series. And um, I'm going to take the reins and do some interviewing today. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about your involvement with music and all of those things. So. Um, I'm going to start off with a question that I ask a lot of the recording artists on my show. I pretty much ask them all this on my show. Um, when did you discover music? When I was five. Okay. Um, being that I grew up in a Middle Eastern home. My my father uh, was a, a very big lover of um, Arabic music. Uh, you know, such artists as Marida Trash, um, Al-Tash, sorry, uh, which was a very, very famous singer in Morocco. And um, my dad used to uh, play music. You know, they used to put it on in the kitchen. We had a built-in CD player. Yeah, we were one of the cool family. Um, and we play Arabic, you know, play Moroccan Arabic music and, and make food in the kitchen. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was my first experience with music. Oh, my God, that dog is stupid cute. <laughs> Shout out to anime. Um, how has music shaped or contributed to your development, not only as an artist, but as a creator? Fascinating question. <clears throat> I, I, I think it, it has kind of... Um, made it more of a debacle, uh, more of an explosion in my life more than anything. Um, my primary like fascination and also the way that music has affected me in short is it is my life. Music ha- is, is my life. It's, um, it's kind of like my compass, you know, like I know, <clears throat> I know when, when shit is bad because I don't want to listen to anything. When I want to listen to music, I know that I am, I'm good. I'm going in the right, right direction. That makes perfect sense. I totally relate to that. I think, Mm -hmm. um, for me personally, (laughs) I think for me personally, um, the type of music that I listen to changes depending on my mood. Um, I'm very one who feeds my emotions with music. So if I'm feeling sad, I listen to sad music. If I'm listening, if I'm feeling angry, then I listen to angry music. If I'm happy, then I listen to happy music and et cetera, et cetera. So I think that, you know, music is definitely um, something that can speak to you at any time or recognize when you need to kind of acknowledge the absence the thing about it is it's all about ambiance because the thing about um, music is when you have an artist that gets into a production studio and records this song and they have 
car. Um, they get into the recording studio and they're making their songs. They have their lyrics. They have the chord progression, the different types of instruments that are in the room. What you're listening to is a collection of sounds and words from one person. It's giving over this to you, which we've talked about this before. A lot of poetry has been lost from music because a lot of it has been glossed over and liquefied and watered to the point where pretty much a lot of shit sounds the same. Like, crap. No offense. It's kind of all the same shit, in my personal opinion. But I mean, in Taken, I don't make trap music. <laughs> I don't either. I don't listen to it either. But when you have this experience, like you were saying, what happens is that when you know you're sad or happy or excited or nervous, whatever song you're listening to, it feeds off of that emotion that you're having. You know, like, come on. When you hear Cherry Bomb, honey, when I hear Cherry Bomb Girl, all I want to do is get into the motherfucking club, rip those goddamn doors open, have a crowbar and be like, listen, bitches, I'm here to have a fucking ball. If anybody get in my way. See my little friend over here? I'm afraid to use it. So funny. But you, you but you get my point though, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like if you want to talk about the runaway specifically, the song that really gets me in the mood when it comes to the runaways is I love playing with fire. Oh. That's my favorite runaway song. It's amazing. Um, I've always wanted to be somebody's little black dynamite. Um You will be, honey, one day. With time. Okay one day with time um i'll be fine wine by then but it's all good i'll be in my lynn whitfield era for the children that know they know um now can you remember the first song that spoke to you yeah tell me about um imagine by john lennon Mm. so i I um, fell in love with John's music. Uh, so the thing about me is it's kind of interesting. I got introduced to the Beatles through John. So I actually first heard John's music and then I heard the Beatles afterwards, which cool. is kind of weird because most people have the opposite experience. Name. And Imagine is a very powerful song because, you know, you get those fucking woke dumbass motherfuckers that are like, well, it's about equality and people being able to love and accept one another. I'm like, no, motherfucker. The song is about this, okay? Who gives a fuck what's up, up there and who gives a fuck what's down there? Simple, okay? You got your fucking possessions, your possessions. Okay, sure. When your bank account is negative, honey, they're your possessions. Okay. And this idea where he's just saying this like look bitch you know this is my approach like look bitch you want to change the world it's simple you sit down and you have an actual conversation you actually realize that most people have a lot more in common with one another and guess what if we actually can come if we can come to common ground we can imagine a brotherhood of one, a sisterhood of one, or nine very a non-binary hood. This new one, non-binary hood. 
I don't know where that fucking came from, man. I absolutely love that for you. But you get like But I get what th- you're saying. Yeah. That song that that's Imagine by John Lennon was like I heard that song in 2010. First time I ever heard that song. And I had it on my iPod. Uh I had an iPod Nano. I was one of the cool kids that had the first uh, I I remember it was before the Apple Watch. It was just an iPod Nano. And we would get watch bands. Um <clears throat> and yeah, that that's that that's it. That's the whole story. That's so funny. Um I love how deep you got with that. And it kind of helped me segue into the next question. Can you describe the ways that music and if so, what music as the universal language that it is, how has music helped you communicate? Um, It's helped me communicate more with people that are like-minded like me. Mm-hmm. Which can be a, a, um, a positive or a negative the way you look at it. Okay, so for example, <clears throat> one of the many ways that I'm able to interact with different people is different genres of music. You know, um, one of the ways that I actually got introduced to R&B uh, was a friend of mine. He he was. I mean, this guy was a massive Cypress Hill fan. It, it was just not normal. And he also was a very big fan of um, Marvin Gaye. And, you know, I was living in Israel at the time. And whenever we used to hang out, he just just was playing Marvin Gaye. You know, and like we're talking about like this is like very late at night. Sure. Um, but it's create like I said, like it, for me, it's kind of created these very personal experiences with like like minded people with me. The biggest issue I have when somebody else tries to introduce music that I have zero desire into and I like I want to appreciate what they find and they love about that. Mm. But if if I don't have any desire or any appreciation towards it, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying for me, it's just not my taste. I have a very hard time getting into the music and understanding it. So that's the negative for me. Okay. So what's the most impactful thing you've taken from a song or an album? Um, album. Ooh, it's a lot of great albums. Uh, you know the thing about like I, I've said this before. Like I'm 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 pretty old school. You know when it comes to um the kind of music that I look to. Um, album would probably be Subterranean Jungle by the Ramones. Nice. Um, I think the I think um when it comes to the Ramones, that album just like speaks just volume in a way where it projects the best parts of the Ramones, the best parts of craziness, the best parts of just being wild, you know, and just speed. Uh, Song, All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. I think it's one of the most powerful songs that 
has been made by him specifically because it, it tells a story of all things must pass. They must pass away. You know, it's the realization that things die, things go away, things change, all things. Um, and the song goes into more detail and um, I have it on vinyl. Um, it, it's very, very, very powerful song for anyone that's looking for inspiration of realizing that you got to bury what must be buried. Leave it alone. Take that. Hey, no pun intended. Hmm. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, speaking of leaving it alone, what are your thoughts on the elevation of music and the messages that are being communicated at the most accelerated rates today? You know this. We've talked about this many times. Um, I have always been a lover of the underground and the the reason i said this is that the if you really want to see the change my personal opinion we've talked about this earlier you really want to see the change in the in in music today you cannot look at the industry you have to look at the underground because the underground will tell you the way that music is shifting why and i'll tell you exactly why we just went through a pandemic Okay. People's minds have been shifted. People were isolated for long periods of time. So people now are looking down different avenues, being more expressive and open in music. For example, I'm going to do this because it's important that people have examples. Um, sure. I love a reference. When you look at rap right now, when you look at gangster rap in the underground, mm-hmm. a lot of it is very old school. It stems its roots from the old school. Now, absolutely, you've talked about this. Old school gangster rap is filthy. Mm-hmm. It can be aggressive. It can be violent. Sometimes it can make you a little sick. Now, mm-hmm. the reason it's like this is because it's a representation of people that actually experience that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're the drug dealers. They're the people that are out hustling, Mm -hmm. okay? So they're telling you their experience. That's their poetry, their life. They're making it into this poetry, and that's what they're telling you. So it gives that harsh message. Now, if it's coming back in the underground, you have artists that are now in the underground that are dedicating their time to make this type of poetry. To me, that tells me that there's a connection. There are artists that want to connect those roots back. They want to pay their respects. They want to create something. Um, Moving away from rap, uh, another genre that's been heavily affected by this is EDM. There are a lot of artists that are going back to the days of EDM in in its early days, in the 90s and late 80s. And bringing back those elements like the, um, what was that called? The 808 uh, uh, synthesizer. You know what I'm talking about? Bringing those elements back into the music, those sounds, the synths, the ad-libs, the bass. Um, But in short, that's where I see change. Is not in the industry, is is in the underground. 
100%. I dig that. So, if you could remake a classic record, what would it be? Damn. Damn. You know I do this for a living. Jesus, mother. It really comes down to... It really comes down to uh, two albums for me. Okay. Um, one of them would have be Made in Heaven by Queen. And the reason I say this is... Um, and I have to be careful with how I say this because a lot of res- a lot of respect to Brian May and Roger Taylor because I can't understand what kind of pain and even till today because he's dead he's been dead for years and I can imagine for themselves as a person that has lost someone that means a lot to me that pain never goes away absolutely um but I I feel like there should there there should be a better tribute album an album that represents the best highlights of queen freddie mercury at his finest hour uh not done the way like 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 michael jackson absolutely not fuck that shit i'm talking about like an actual genuine tribute album done the way that they did in the in the 70s to the 30s and 40s blues and jazz albums and those are actually high commodity in record stores. Dude, they go up for like five to seven to eight hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, I know. Tribute concerts are really popping right now. Yes, they are. I've been looking into concerts to go to this year for uh, work purposes. And there's a lot of tribute bands that are out and and running around. There's like a Pink Floyd tribute tribute band that I want to go see. There's, there's a bunch of different ones that are out here. One to ACDC that I'm going to go see. It's, uh, there's a lot of them out here. So, shout out to the Tribute Girls. It, it's important. And I <clears throat> another album. Oh. Um, another <laughs> album that I was uh, thinking about. Um, It's a Pink Floyd album. Mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is so stupid. All right, and mm-hmm. I know, I know we've all heard this. Okay, I would love somebody to release a version of the Wizard of Oz. Remove all the audio. So you know, sorry, Judy Garland, honey, you're going away. Um, and just replace it with just the Dark Side of the Moon, the entire soundtrack. So it's the movie. And the soundtrack. So you can watch the movie. Of course, you have to be on either recommended to do it. Um, shrooms, try to stay away from LSD right now. Recommending to do any drugs, but this is some of the ways people have recommended of doing this. Um, is primarily with shrooms. The other way is you can do it with smoking cannabis, but that would be the other album that I would change. If if and when we meet in person, that's what I suggest we do. We get plenty of food and we do that. But I and wish we the two friends. were together. You know what I mean? Like, I wish somebody well, we would. Can co- fi- we can figure out a way to do this. Like, we can figure out a way to. Like, I don't know if there's a version of the movie with no music in it. I don't know. 
we'll just have to work on that one day. Yes. But um, outside of the obvious, John Lennon, who are the artists that inspire you as an artist? And who are the artists that inspire you as a person? So there's three that inspire me as an artist, which actually inspired this podcast, which I've talked about um, several times. John Lennon. Um, and I'm going to break this down in, in briefly. So John Lennon, in regards to being yourself, representing and being individual. David Bowie being open to creativity and expansion and being able to accept and moving on to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury, embracing your queerness, embracing what makes you a beautiful human, you know, allowing yourself to be created. Believe it or not, the, the, I, I do this when I talk to everybody. I say, honey, sweetie, darling, that's all from Freddie Mercury. That's where I learned it from. I actually learned how to kind of be able to talk to people like because of Freddie. I used to do that. I learned thing. my charisma from Sylvester. I completely get it. So, yeah. So, like, um, those are three people that definitely represent me as an artist. When it comes to me as a person, it gets pretty dark. Um, I get it. Yeah, uh, for me, first artist that comes to mind would be Prince. 100% would be Prince. Um, Damn. Cass Elliot. Okay. From Mamas and Papas. And um, Janice Joplin. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I told you they're dark. I don't know why. For me, artists is yay, happy. They're all dead. Surprise. But well. Well, I mean, if you ask me who inspires me as a person, I would have said Prince, Grace Jones, and Lenny Kravitz. Um, and Prince, Prince was a use. Prince, I, I will say that, like Prince was, still is, for me. Like I'm, it just gave me the the sense of like, just fuck this, uh, you know? I want to have fun. Like that was the thing about Prince. Like Prince opened your eyes to. You can be a functional and normal person, be creative, and still have fun. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, when it comes to Grace Jones, she's she's most inspirational to my gender identity and my absence of uh, binary when it comes to, to natural uh, movement throughout my life with Prince it's more so a sense of ownership and activism and having a real sense of purpose when you're doing art and then with Lenny Kravitz Lenny Kravitz has the perspective or the point of view on love that I wish that I could have I think I have a very jaded tainted skewed dark view on love 
and the perspective that Lenny Kravitz has on love is very inspiring for me. So I um, I look to that with a sense of optimism when it comes to his music. Now, in that line of thinking, whose story and legacy are you most looking forward to diving into on this show? Yes, Elliot. Mm. Okay. Tell me why. Cass Elliot is a very interesting character because she is a person has been mostly forgotten in history. When you tell people about um, her, they don't know who you're talking about. She died in 1974 of a heart attack while she was sleeping. She was obese for majority of her life. And she died at the age of, I believe, 35. They made fun of her publicly on television, constantly. You watch interviews, every single one, they made fun of her weight. Every single interview she made. She had a television show that she worked really hard on. They took that away from her because they didn't believe in her. No one believed in her after she left Mamas and Papas. And she tried to develop herself as a solo artist. I have pretty much all of her records. And her legacy was her coroner made a joke, which wasn't true. She choked on a ham sandwich. So you have this incredible woman that she was obese, okay, had an incredible voice, made incredible music, has literally been erased from history because she was an obese woman, because she didn't fit the beauty standards of the 70s and 60s. So, damn, that went deep. But <clears throat> she's somebody I really want to dive into because, you know, I spent work on, I, you know, I had on my podcast, I brought on Native American tribes. Um, it's important for people to remember and remember these people because they are very valuable to our history and they don't deserve to be forgotten. If any of the artists we cover could hear our show, what's one thing that you would want them to take from our coverage of their story? We're being open. We're being real. <clears throat> we're not hiding the bullshit. And we're here to represent the artists in the most clear-cut, open, and diverse way. We're, we're not giving a single-minded opinion. We're having an open conversation. I love that. What do you want a loop? What do you want a new listener to this segment to receive from our collaborative opus? 
Hmm. Be honest. Probably a million music podcasts out there. And uh, there's a lot of options. Thing is, you got to make yourself a choice. Okay. If you're somebody that really appreciates music, okay, really, you know, appreciates music, you know, like likes listening to music, likes to hear the background, likes to hear a story, get involved. We are here to be part of that experience. So if you appreciate an artist, you want to learn more about them and kind of get a deeper take while you're listening to their music. That's what we're here for. There you go. There you go. It's that simple. Compare that to how you would explain this project to a regular listener of Lost in the Groove. It's easy. Just like Lost in the Groove is in its name. It's all about getting lost in the groove, having this conversation that just flows with two people interacting. The same idea is, is that, look, life is busy. Okay, we got a lot of shit going on. We got bills and thriving and getting different places. When we have the time to appreciate and enjoy the things that we love, we need a time of relaxation. That's the point of doing this. The point of this is, is that you're able to sit on your couch, smoke your bong. You know, maybe you're sitting in your car, or maybe you're in your kitchen, drinking a glass of red wine, one candle. Um, and you tune in, you listen. We may teach you something. You, you may be inspired. And you know something? You may have a little bit of fun. Maybe a lot of a bit of fun. Lots, a lot, a little bit of fun. <laughs> Itty bitty. Itty bitty. Yo. How do you think Groove and Gravity is going to contribute to your show as a whole? <clears throat> just an, It's just an expansion of me as myself. I mean, each part of my podcast is expression of myself you know um there's dave's world which is now has a lot of cat videos because twixie's in a lot of them um mm. it you know is an expression of me in my life you know there's american groove which is you know the expression of my relationship with carissa and us just being stoners and getting fucking high and having a conversation we're like let's record this shit and you know the idea of lost in the groove which is Kind of being able to have a conversation with somebody or having a, you know, talking about a topic and, you know, just not giving a fuck where it's going. You know, people are so caught up with the, the you know, it goes there and that. Fuck that shit, bruh. Smoke your goddamn bong. Have a little bit of fun. All right. We'll get fucked together. It's okay. Oh, okay. We're both yeah. going down. You know, that's the thing. You know, when you're in it, you're in it, honey. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Elevator doors ain't gonna open, honey. The, the elevator's going down. Wires are snapped. <laughs> I love that. Um, what do you hope to learn about yourself from doing this show? To be honest, I don't know. I do know that um, it's a journey of learning more about music and learning about artists. Mm -hmm. But 
it's all about the expansion. You don't know uh, what's going to happen or how is it going to go or what you learn. It's about living in the moment. Absolutely. My last question for you is, is there anything that you'd like to share with our audience that I didn't cover in regards to your love of music, your relationship with music, or our new project, Groove and Gravity? You covered all the basics. Um, <laughs> I don't really think there's any anything more to cover. I think the... Uh, I think the reality is being ready for the adventure. So, boys and girls and non-binaries, of course, um, we welcome you to an experience. We welcome you to a new adventure. And uh, we hope it's a round trip that you get back to Earth safely. But with all experiences, we don't know what we're going to get, but we do know this. We're here to give out positive vibes. And um, I think I think we've already kind of expressed in how we like hear about these artists. You know, like when we're going to talk about something, like we're choosing to talk about this person, right? We are here to respect the artist in all shape or form. You know, but at the same time, be realistic. Okay. You know, like we're going to get in with R. Kelly, you know, that, 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 that is a hard conversation at itself, mm-hmm. but being realistic is the key. And that's what we are going to be sticking with. So. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I look forward to it and, uh, hope you guys appreciated this dialogue. I hope that my questions allowed you guys to get to know, Dave better and all of the things that he as well as I am looking forward to when it comes to this new collaborative project that is Groove and Gravity Um, as you guys can probably tell by the execution of these episodes uh, Dave is clearly the groove and I am clearly the gravity (laughs) hence the colors Right. Um, so we didn't even think know. about this, by the way. Actually, not at all. I know it's kind of crazy. Like we, you, we just said blue, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with that. I was like, ah. yeah, I think I like that. I Damn. Like Damn. Well, for yeah, for any of our listeners, we're describing the colors to you. I am having, yeah. I have a blue setting going on here, and Brian yellowish gold yes literally literally yeah literally like it's yeah it's a yellowish gold vignetted moment like i feel like i'm sitting under a spotlight instead of like a ring light like it feels like i'm just under one spotlight in a theater sitting on a set because this looks like either a set from a broadway play or i look like i'm getting ready to do tarot cards and read your fortune um, I like the second one. You know, I always like a good fortune. You know, I I, I am one of those people that like oh, tarot card reader reader. I, I'm I'm gonna stop and like there are there are times where I've had friends. They're like, 
we're gonna go in there i'm like yeah bitch it's like i'm going i'm going in that is another thing is like i love i love those weird you know like i love a good horror like goth store um i love like a tarot like read place or i don't know i just i like weird hangs y'all bitching so maybe one day we'll get a tarot reading like on the podcast I actually I actually do know somebody she came on our show Mm -hmm. um I can send you over her info her name's Mara D nice Uh, yeah she is incredible I love her um I would love to bring her back on oh my god this is giving me ideas that's awesome I love that All right, I think we are we are well distracted I think the uh I think the marijuana has done its job well intended um like Brian mentioned and we've kind of explained everything best way we can so gone out with all the introductions now you know who we are okay we we are the people that will bombard you every fucking week with an episode about some music person okay you probably know probably read so much shit on the fucking tabloids but we don't care we are here we're staying here on it and we don't going nowhere so Stay tuned um, for new episodes that will be coming out weekly for Groove and Gravity. Um, be sure to like and subscribe, please, to um, both of our channels. If you can, uh, you could find... I. You're gonna, we're going to go over this, but uh, for me, uh, Lost in the Groove, you can find us at Lost in the Groove Pod on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And remember... Uh, you also can find our other segment, American Groove, which is hosted with Carissa Andrews, which is all about stoner culture, baby. So, yeah. All right, Brian, it's your turn. Um, You guys can keep up with me over on Instagram at D-T-H-E-E, Real Reality Realness. Um, that is the Instagram for my podcast. That is my talk show pod where I converse with figures in music, pop culture, reality television, and the entertainment industry about their journeys, their perspectives, and their personal greatness. Um, you, you guys can also catch me over on my Housewives podcast called Housewives History with Megan and Sean, where my co-host Megan and I recap a iconic episode of Real Housewives that aired that week in history and go on tangents about all things the Housewives cinematic universe. Um, yeah, and stay tuned. Um, I'll be popping up in some more places recently, doing some on-camera work. Get used to seeing my face. I'll be doing some things coming up. Stay tuned for that. I can't really talk too much about it, but just Mm -mm. be prepared. Girl, be careful Um, with some tea, girl. You know, (laughs) give us some tea, girl, and not be like, I want some more. I want, I want all of it. No, I'm going to stop. There's this there's just gonna be you'll be seeing me on camera soon for for some things that are happening this year that I'm happy about um and yeah you know catch me on Real Reality Realness Monday through Friday catch me on Housewives History on Fridays catch me on Groove and Gravity whenever Dave uploads the episodes I can't remember what days we're doing we're uploading the show consistently i think our i think our launch date is march 4th right correct 
Okay, I have that in my calendar. I just wanted to make sure I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 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 more it's um it's March fourth. Uh, yeah. So like, this is not important for anyone that's listening to this right now because it will have already come out. Yeah. So like, <laughs> there's no point. But enjoy being in the moment with us yes. retrospectively. Exactly. And um, be sure uh, the next episode after this one. Ooh, this is important. Uh, is going to be the very first episode of the very first season. It's going to be season one, episode one. Um, Michael. Michael Jackson. Yes. Michael Jackson legacy. Yeah. Honey, we're, we're going to take you. All things, Michael. Yes, we're going to take you on a trip on thriller, bad, and dangerous. It is going to be a fucking hell of a ride. I We, we promise you that. Um, we put a yeah. lot of work into this, so be sure to check out that episode. That's going to be coming out next week on. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Yes, love you guys. <laughs> Misbehave yourself. Stay uh, locked please. in the groove. Yes. Bon voyage. Bye, 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 bye. You're listening to a Lost in the Groove segment.